The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Today we have gold medals in archery, athletics, badminton, canoe slalom, fencing, judo, rowing, shooting, swimming and table tennis. And it is time, my friends, for the athletics. This episode's going to be so much fun. Coming up, we have reigning 100-meter world champion and double Olympic champion, Shelly-Ann Fraser-Price of Jamaica, talking about how she's defied the odds throughout her life. Plus, a quick word from Joshua Cheptegei from Uganda, who is the world record holder in both 5,000 and 10,000 meters. And he's the favorite in the 10,000-meter final tonight. But first... Dina Asher-Smith is the 200-meter world champion. She was but a volunteer at London 2012 and now is the poster girl for Team GB and the athletics captain. She spoke to us back in 2020. When did you first realize that you were like a very special runner? Um, weirdly enough, I don't actually think that I've, I've ever thought I'm a very special runner in my head. Um, I've never thought that like, that thought together but um I think it was probably be I realized that I could run when I was about eight because I did a local cross country and I had literally never run a race before apart from like school sports days um before in my life and I managed to come like fifth out of like three four hundred children and I had literally no idea what I was doing where I was I was just trying to finish because I was running the cross country and I was thinking I'm not I'm not enjoying running for this far obviously I'm a sprinter now so you understand why but um yeah that's when I realized I was like oh I can actually do this and then I think year on year I just continued to surprise myself because uh, when I was eight years old I just didn't really yeah I didn't register to me that I running was going to be my thing and yeah every year after that I've continued to surprise myself was it not someone who took you aside though and said look <laughs> you're really good um yeah a, full, a few school teachers did a few school teachers said that you're really talented you should join a club you should join a club and I did but um you know I think when you're in track and field and I think kind of always from a young age you know that yeah you might be really good you might be really talented but because it's such a global sport and it, the margins are so thin you might be absolutely fantastic but there might still be a whole load of people faster than you and that doesn't mean that you're not good it just means that they're quicker you know so I've always kept a sense of perspective and I've always been like yeah I'm all right but I still got to work hard you know and that's just always how I've been since I was really young and a really boring answer but no it's not <laughs> no what I'm what I'm uh, really interested in is because you have seemed to manage to find that balance really easily from like and I want to know where that came from basically you know oh. of staying humble but also put uh, like pushing yourself and being yeah. self-critical and I think that finding that balance some people go through their like, entire oh, lives trying you. to like try, in their entire life trying to, to find it so mm. is that just something that's like supernatural you just don't um, supernatural supernatural <laughs> I get what you mean I know what you mean super space natural um thank you first and foremost but um I think it is because and um, I think lots of it is to do with my coach, John, because obviously I've known him since I was I was really young and he's always had the mentality and he's always told me, Dina, you can be really good at this, you know, but you have to work hard. And if you don't put in the work, you, 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 you'll be good, but you'll stay at this level. And obviously at this level, when he was talking to me as a 10-year-old, 
isn't going to translate to running in the Olympics, you know, but you're good for a 10 year old. And he's always kept that sense of perspective. So um, I think it is just very much his constant pupillage. And I think it's just, that's just, it's me as well. Like, I always want to just be the best version of the of me that I can be. And um, whether that's being one of the fastest women in the world and doing excellently, then hooray, yeah, we're really happy. But if I'm still running my fastest times and I can't quite hit those marks, um, obviously I'm competitive, so it's frustrating. But um, at the same time, that's my max. Like we're all human beings. We're all born in different bodies and we all have our different maxes. And that's what we're trying to find out in sport, aren't we? Where, how far we can go. And that's part, that's, that's, that's the, the fun bit. That's, that's it, the- <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's what we're here for. <laughs> gold medal for Great Britain, a gold medal for Jessica Ennis. So Rutherford raises his hands, the Olympic champion in the men's long jump. It's Mo Farah takes gold for Great Britain. And what a night for Britain. You're from London. How was 2012 for you? Do you have like any Olympic memories? Definitely. I remember I was a kit carrier at London 2012. So I was a, I think it was called Games Maker, a volunteer. And um, obviously, much like the whole of Britain, like we, we have such a fond memory. Like we were so proud of everybody. It was such a warm game. So we were absolutely loving it. But also I remember that I kit carried on Super Saturday and um, obviously seeing Greg, Jess and Mo and being trackside for what is arguably but I'm very biased so it is the best night of British sport (laughs) ever and to be trackside and in the stadium for that and to feel the energy and the the and the emotions from not only the athletes but most importantly the fans in the stadium it was something that is going to has and is going to stay with me forever and very much inspired me to keep pushing and to keep trying to be the best athlete that I can be because of just the power of sport and how I felt it that night. This will go down as one of the great, great evenings of British athletics, certainly. Most people can tell you what they were doing. Yeah. On, like either they were watching at home or they were out and then they pulled it up on their phones or they were out and they found a pub or something like that. Everybody found a way to watch it, yeah. Yeah, it helped that it was a super Saturday. Yeah, of exactly. Course. I think that was, uh, that was <laughs> To key. be fair, everybody in their offices, they could that, they could probably have shut down the economy for the day. So you're right. <laughs> Good thing that it wasn't a Saturday. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for doing it on <laughs> thanks the weekend. Thanks for programming. Yeah. <laughs> I stumbled across the news round, the BBC news round website. It was a super cute, like little article that's on like mm. the news round. And underneath there were three comments, mm. by, and I've got them here. Okay. Uh, Princess Unicorn Sparkle. Aww. Like, <laughs> this she says, I hate Dean. Yeah. I'm joking. She says, no. I hate Dean Rasmus. No, Sounds says, so nice. <laughs> yeah, says, well, says, I love Dean Rasmus Smith, and she's such an inspiration to me. Like, if that doesn't make heart melt. Oh, it then, is. Then, it's and so then cute. the next one, Rainbow Starry Unicorn. Oh, I'm loving this. These Because obviously they're well cute done, kids, Dina. aren't they? Little emoji with a little cup. Oh. It's <laughs> like, first comment, this girl is so hashtag girl power, exclamation oh, mark. Oh, that's so cute. I mean, it must just be wonderful to have like little moments like um, when they, they stumble across things is, like it that. It is, it is. So thank you, Princess Unicorn Sparkle. Thank you <laughs> for your lovely comments because... Um, yeah, being a role model is something that I didn't really 
intent was going to happen, mm. didn't expect it. I was just trying to run fast, minding my own business, you know, trying to do well running a straight line. But to think that I inspire young women to go and just be their best, strongest and most powerful selves is, is amazing. And I'm glad that they're happy and they take themselves on a website, on Newsround and take time out of their day on their phones to go and type and say nice things mean something as well. So um, I just hope that I continue to do them proud. Okay, on the Unpicked Channel podcast, we like to end on a pretty random note. Mm. So I have a thing called last question. Okay, last question. And mm-hmm. because you did your history degree, Oh, um, isn't it? Please right. don't say it's history trivia. No, well, no it's no history oh, trivia. No, Everybody no. asked me that and I'm like, look. My, what my, my question is, if you could be reincarnated Ooh. as any historical figure, who would it be and why? Very good question. I think, I think, you know what's popped into my head right now and it's so random, so please don't read too much into this, it's random. But Billie Holiday, you know, the jazz songstress, yeah. Because like... She's so talented and amazing and her music's so relevant. The voice. So, the voice, but also I'm obviously a huge fan. Well, this is my jazz side and musical side coming out. Duke Ellington, Louis Armstrong. Um, I think that era in music and culture, particularly in America, is really cool. So if I could be reincarnated and just see it from their perspective, obviously there's some tough things. Yeah. But just the chance to be so innovative and be a part of culture, whether they knew it or not. And would be really cool. Olympic Olympic Channel Channel Podcast. Shelly Ann Fraser Price burst onto the Olympic stage in 2008. She won back to back Olympic titles in the 100 metres at London 2012. And she regained a sense of herself after giving birth to her son Zion in 2017. Now she's right at the top of her game, setting a new personal best in the 100 metres in June 2021 of 10.63 seconds. I've been a statistics my whole life. You know, I'm from an inner city in Kingston where a lot of persons don't usually make it, but I made it. So that means that I have something special and I just want it, uh, I just want to be remembered as being fearless and resilient and you know, be dominant. I think that's a, a, a term a lot of women shy away from because nobody wants to hear, oh, as a woman, you're dominant. We should embrace our strengths because there's nothing wrong with being strong and being powerful and being fearless. So I want to be remembered as being fearless, you know, persevering despite us, you know, and strength. A lot of people have written off Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, but her 2019 season was incredible. My greatest win is coming back after having my son and winning that world championship. Because for a lot of times in my life, I've always been told what I can do, what I cannot do, and what is attainable for me. And here I am, you know, uh, putting everything to the test. You know, understanding that we are not limited, you know, we are so much more, we are powerful, we are, we are strong, you know, and having my son rejuvenated me mentally and spiritually and emotionally. Four-time Olympic champion Michael Johnson called her the greatest of all time. I've heard it and seen persons speak about me being the greatest of their life. Wow, you know, it would be an honor, of course, you know, to to have your name mentioned in those kind of conversations, you know? And what it does for me is just say, wow, 
you know, I never even knew I would be here, you know, winning these races and doing what I love. I never knew that this was gonna happen. So it's, it's, I'm humbled at the, you know, at the suggestion and also excited for the next generation of young athletes, young female athletes to come and understand that, listen, you too can be one of the greatest athletes in the world. Olympic Channel Podcast. Right, just before we go, we have a medal in the men's 10,000 meter today, as I said before. Joshua Cheptegei of Uganda is the world record holder in both the 5,000 and the 10,000 meter, and he spoke to us back in 2020. At one time, of course, I was actually demoralized at one point. But then, uh, but then I had uh, my training partners, my, my, my coaches, they were telling me, Joshua, when you go through a storm, something good is, is about to happen. So also my, my message, message to the people is that um, during the, these difficult times, you can still expect a better life after the storm. After now the pandemic, we can still have the better part of life. Life can still give us a lot of, a lot of uh, good things uh, to, 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 be, to, be, to be grateful. And now uh, I got back my motivation and I, I knew that uh, at one point I will get back to racing. What a legend! I cannot wait for that race. It's so fast. It is incredible. It's so amazing. What a race. I literally just can't wait to watch. It's just going to be brilliant. Okay, follow along with all the action on our live blog at olympics.com. That is it from me. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you tomorrow. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.